Welcome back to the Nuts and Bolts Podcast. Tonight's special guest, Casey Davis, because he finally decided to join us. What's up, Casey? Hey, how's it going, guys, man? Finally got a chance in uh, my ridiculously busy schedule to... Rolled out from underneath that truck finally, did you? Well, maybe. (laughs) What's going on? The real fact is I'm lazy. That's the problem. Aren't we all a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I know I have been today. I had not done crap today. Yeah, and last week when you guys did the show, man, I I was working on my truck. It was one of those situations where I had to had to do it right then, man. I was afraid yeah, well, I'd lose the deal if I, I was afraid I'd lose the deal if I didn't. I was going to say that was an opportunity you needed to take, though. Yeah, couldn't say no to that one. Mm-hmm. And I got to hang out and work on my truck and drink beer. It was a win-win. Well, Clay's over there being quiet. He's probably still shopping for campers. He's doing research. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at him. Yeah. I realize that uh, momentums are dumb, expensive. Yeah, you're going to end up buying like a an F450 and a, I have a fifth wheel here before too long. Dude, if yeah. I had the money, I'd have it now. I mean, <laughs> right. Let's just be serious here. It's not, it's not a lack of interest, it's a lack of funds. I think he's totally compensating for something. I got to have a big trailer, I got to have a big truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm going more the minimalist route. What are you doing? So my rig that I'm working on, a little Colorado pickup with a camper shell. I think I can pack enough stuff in there and self-sustain myself in a little pickup. We'll find yeah. out. It was a good, cheap, economical option. Well, right. when you're planning on flying other people's stuff, you can do that. That's what I'm saying. I got, dude, I got an air Damn. mattress. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got to find a place to sleep. And Sounds I can fine. put an airplane or two in there. That's fine. He's not wrong, you know. <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, what are you eyeballing yeah. over there, Clay? Oh man, I don't know. This uh, 2016 uh, working place showed up for sale on one of the Facebook groups, and it just got me looking. And I found this uh, this good website that uh, you can find all different makes and models. RVUSA.com. Never seen this website before, but. It's kind of like the uh, car gurus for campers. So nice. it's kind of like RCBatteriesUSA.com. Yeah, actually, yes. Really close. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> R- RVs and RCs, man, at USA.com. Yeah. Nice. Now, I, I could say the argument could be made that the, the latest trend in the RC over the last decade has been to get into campers. I mean, Years ago, guys, you know, if you had a 12-foot trailer, you know, it's like, oh, he's got a trailer. You know, everybody was hauling their planes around and pick up beds, camper shells, fans, so on. And there's still a lot of guys that do that. But you go to these events and the trailers just keep getting bigger and bigger. Uh, Like uh, I went down to Cajun Huck Fest last weekend, you know, and there's – Oh, they call it a class C plus. It's a basically a, a class C motorhome, but it had a like a Kenworth front end. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, what the heck name was that? I don't know. Really stupid, expensive rig. Um, 
but uh yeah it's like a semi front end on a rv and then there's you know a couple of class a's and then of course jason and uh kyle both had their momentums out there which are really nice and uh and, i don't know it just kind of got me thinking like it's the the glamping is certainly a thing at this point yeah yeah see i i have that theory it's like a boat you know i, I want my buddy to have a boat so absolutely when i i call jason and go hey are you going to this event <laughs> can i rent a room <laughs> so right see that's yeah. where like guys like jason and myself um like I'm looking at a camper with the thought process of I'm going to have a couple of hobos that are going to be like, Hey, <laughs> can I crash in your camper? And me not being the nice guy, I'd be like, yeah, sure. That's fine. So at least I'm looking out because there's a lot of really <laughs> cheaper campers that, uh, like I could sleep in it and you can sleep on the floor, but you know, Hey, I'm nice. I'm looking for ones that have other beds. So hey, you're welcome. And it, man, and I'm not mad at you about it. Cause here's the deal. Well, man, even like, I'm not going to like, if we're all going to the same event, you know, and can ride together, dude, I'll chip in on gas and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not oh, like yeah, I'm totally day. hoboing out, but yeah. you know, like for events that I would go to around here, it would just be cool to use my own little truck and have you as a backup plan. You yeah. know, it's perfect. If hoboing yeah. goes wrong, I got a place to crash. That's what's cool about being a hobo. Well, it's Anywhere. still so you... far away from me getting a camper that uh, it's not happening anytime soon. So I will uh, stick to what I'm doing now for for the foreseeable future. I'm just thankful that I've got guys like Greg Skinner and uh, Jason Reddish. Oh, yeah. No so kidding. I have a, man, Norm, dude, I've stayed at Norm's house yep. quite a few times. Yeah, Norm's got a, got man, a we got, nice camper too. Yeah. Yeah, we got a good group of people we hang out with is what it all attributes to. Yeah. If you're hanging out with a bunch of assholes, go find some new friends because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they ain't got yeah. campers to let you stay in. You know, what kind of friends are you? <laughs> right. You're a hobo. That's what you are. Well, truthfully, like I put my cot in my trailer down at Ice House and it wasn't too hot or cold and I was pretty comfortable sleeping on my cot in the in my trailer and i actually was able to put all my airplanes inside the trailer and still put my cot in there uh, so i was happy about that uh, but ultimately what it comes down to and and larry and most i know larry has mentioned this many many times and most people would agree i've got to have a shower like i can't i can't go a couple of days without a shower like i i just feel nasty and then i, I don't even want to be there at that point and so that's kind of always been my hold up you know in a few places we go triple tree obviously has really nice showers uh apache pass has some um but uh even duncan well, does down the road right in the same uh, thing for arrowhead or, you yeah. know the showers at arrowhead are actually pretty nice um i've never used the ones at duncan obviously being as close as i am but right. um, i'm told that they're okay yeah they're all right um so anyway, yeah, with that being said, that's, there's usually options out there, but, uh, you know, I just want to have my own option yeah, I hear you. at some point, you know, but that's a long ways away. 
Yeah, $50,000 is a lot for a shower. <laughs> right. Well, I just well, like, yeah. you, like, like you're talking about, all I do is put a cod in the in the trailer. Of course, I've got my mini split set up in there now. And most of the time, I try to make it where I can get my airplanes in there too, in case I need to. Uh, I try not to take more than I have to uh, on that loading and unloading and everything. So I can get it in there if I have to, storms or something like that. But uh, it, it's worked out pretty good so far. I wish I had some windows in it. That's probably going to be my next change on my trailer. But anyway, well, I'm, I'm going to pick on uh, our our local Sanford a little bit about that. Uh, local Sanford. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, uh, next time you see Bill Perry, he is a uh, AKA Sanford because Bill, you need like three airplanes max, dude. Like you don't have to show up with four seventy CCs and ten foamies every every event, dude. And he pulls, dude, and he pulls out this table, and then he's got all his tools out here, dude. It's like a full on freaking. It's like a NASCAR pit for RC airplanes. It's ridiculous. But oh yeah. What's cool about that? If you have something wrong, you're like, hey, dude, you got that soldering iron fired up? He's like, hell yeah. You oh yeah, yeah. Hey, that's true. Hey, you he got any, he you, you does got normally have what you need. Here, <laughs> yep. He does normally have what you need. Um. But at the same time, it's like, so my big concern, and this has happened at uh, the last few events I've been to, actually, there was either wind at night, uh, rain, or both. So, like, I want to be able to take my stuff apart and put it up at night. I'm, I've done the whole, like, well, I'm going to put it under my tent and hope for the best. And uh, there's been enough people that's lost airplanes. Luckily, I haven't. But. I'm going to start putting my stuff up at night for the most part. And I want to do like Matt said, I want to be able to get it in the trailer and still sleep. So. Oh yeah. Huh. <laughs> Had to go find it. That hits good. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> anyway, if, if, it, if I were to walk into a room and that song came on, I'd be like, hell yeah. I'd be prancing around. <laughs> Dude. It'd be so awesome, man. That's a great, that's a great song. <laughs> uh what was it uh peter griffin that said uh he wanted to have his own theme music everywhere he went dude that would be awesome right <laughs> well he got tired of it pretty quick so i don't know no i think it would be awesome maybe i should do that man maybe i could get one, like one of those little speakers you know it's like battery operated you put on your belt hook it up to my right. phone and just start playing entrance music before i walk into rooms <laughs> that would so, that wouldn't be weird. That wouldn't be weird at all. So Don Hawker reminded me of a uh, of our hippie that uh, he had his own little concert going on. He was jamming out out there. Uh, yeah, Superfly. <laughs> he had his little Bluetooth little speaker. Twin. Yeah, he did, man. <laughs> he was and having was like so some, much fun, dude. It was like some Sarah McLaughlin stuff, man. I mean, it was real. <laughs> it was real moving. It was like air <laughs> ballet, dude. It was it was quite the spectacle. I don't remember Everybody, what he's listening to, but I just remember him having a, he was having a one man party and loving life. So, and everybody was stopped and watching him. It was, <laughs> dude, it was, it was amazing. I mean, it really was. It was an amazing situation. Yeah. Everybody just stopped and like, you see that? And like, uh huh. You hear that? Uh huh. And everybody just clued right in. It was great. Yeah. Our resident hippie. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh man. So what else with uh what's the new in the world of RC for you guys? Um yeah, I've been working on truck. I've been trucked out. Right. So no RC stuff. But hey, speaking of that, like you were saying, putting it in a trailer and everything and being able to store it at night. That's one drawback I've got with my whole setup. Because man, I was gonna throw a twin bed back there. Throw like a canopy, a chair, and a cooler, a backpack. That should be all I need for three days, you know. Yeah. But I can't. But I can't store the airplane. Right. Well, unless it'll fit in my cab. I just show up with a small airplane. It doesn't matter. I'll yeah. fly your shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've uh, I've dove into something. I haven't really got too deep into it yet, but, uh, I did, uh, borrow Jason's Sykoi scale and went and picked it up a couple nights ago and I've started weighing things. And, uh, I also picked up a Harbor freight scale for like 22 bucks. That surprisingly has been pretty accurate so far. It matches up with the Zykoi down to the gram. So, um, so I've been weighing batteries and 3d printed parts and, uh, those bat airs and I've got a couple of interesting developments. So the little bat air, you have been uh, nerding out, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you hear, you hear like all about all this unnecessary weight. Um, right. So how much dual, is it really though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just as a reference, something that surprised me was that dual lock velcro that uh it's super strong it's really good velcro uh, it's a 3m product but uh i think at least anyway the dual lock is the the name of it. a strip of that on a pulse 5000 so you're talking what is that maybe like two and a half inches long something uh, weighs like double of what one of those little bat airs weighs you know so i thought that's kind of interesting it is. That's definitely kind of crazy. Yep. You wouldn't think that that Velcro was six grams, but it is. Um, I've measured quite a few different pulse 5000s, and the right. only variable was that Velcro was on two of them and not on the others, and they were consistently six grams heavier, whereas the bat airs accounted for three. That's so, crazy, man. Yeah. So how many so, grams do you think you're going to be able to save on a total build? Or, no, I have I mean, no idea. I have no idea, but where I'm going with this is to determine like what actually is that uh, weight penalty for using product Y over product X. Right. So That's totally cool. I appreciate the shit out of you doing that because now I know. And I, well, didn't, have to, and I didn't have to work. And you think it's cool and fun to do. Perfect. Well, another great thing, though, is like uh, different weights of battery brands. So, you know, I know all of us are going to say, well, hey, I'm going to swap out this 2000 milliamp hour battery instead of this 2500. And I'm going to say, wait, well, so far, the testing has not confirmed that to be true. Right. So, in fact, my 2002 S packs weigh 20 grams more than my 2552 S packs. Now, could the argument be made that the 
the brand that is a the 2s that's heavier is it a better brand battery is it overall a better choice because of the chemistry its discharge capability and its longevity yeah i mean maybe you can make that argument we're not testing that but just based on weight this one that's 500 milliamp hours bigger is 20 grams lighter right now are you gonna like when you charge those are you gonna like do them to where you can see like let's say this one took you know 1800 milliamps to get the full from whatever percent you know and kind of go against each other see if it's actually a 2500 battery oh man let's uh let's save that <laughs> independent testing for another day <laughs> throwing a whole okay. new level of stuff out there yeah, yeah no, i'm thinking that, about I, weird I, stuff no 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 it's you well you and me talked about this the other day right and i think it is a great rabbit hole to go down at some point and that is uh, quite the rabbit hole i think though oh yeah well okay weighing things is quite the rabbit hole too <laughs> so right right so no, no i've two, already no started two rabbit holes at one time yeah exactly because i've already started thinking about difference in weight of wire uh right. different linkages decals i mean anything and everything uh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to get super nerdy like you're gonna have to make sure all your battery leads are the same length and everything like that so it's you know scientific uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just expecting gonna stick with NASA brands style. Of I'm expecting NASA style results. I want to know down to the freaking eighth decibel point. Yeah, no, we're not going that deep into it. Oh, but okay. I'm a little so let down I just want to. I want to <laughs> let. I, I'd like to uh, maybe dispel a few myths. Is really kind of my goal. Um, right. You know, and, and not that this is a myth, but it may be something that you wouldn't immediately equate. Um, so you know, like the Velcro thing. Right. Yeah. That's, that's one you wouldn't immediately, uh, you wouldn't no. immediately think that. But uh, another one would be the RV870 as an example. If you power, <clears throat> power it with a DA, DA70, I think this is based off of using stock exhaust. And if you basically do the DA70 setup and you do the, uh, the flex potenza electric setup the electric setup weighs about a pound more on average I, is what i'm told and I can see that batteries yeah but maybe i'm out here on this island on my own but generally i think of electric as being lighter weight because for the most part that's generally true um i, I think that comes with the fact that the planes that we used that were glow powered were heavier built aircraft. And so right. they weren't like using the composite materials and weren't, they weren't lightened in all these places. They were just lumber wagons. So they were heavier airplanes and now a comparable size airplane that's electric powered is much lighter, you know, for the given right. wing area, wingspan and so on. Um, whereas when you take these like for like batter, uh, aircraft, um, Another one being the uh, 100-inch Bushmaster that's coming out later this year, early next year. Uh, I was told that the GP38 setup and the DA35 setup were going to be on the lighter end compared to the electric setup. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, that's something to really start thinking about and considering. I mean, obviously, you guys know where I stand on 30cc gas stuff. And, right. uh, and while some people have great luck out of it, I personally rather not mess with them. Um, 
I mean, hell, after seeing Terry Wallace fly that 85-inch MXS on a dual sky 6000, I'm like, hey, that's pretty sweet. Like, I'm not totally out on that even at this point. Right. Um, so, anyway, long story short, I just want to see if I can figure out, you know, different brands of batteries, too. Like, is a Glacier 3300 the same weight as an A-Power 4000? Right. You know, you know things like which man so i know weight is an important factor right oh yeah but it man at what point is it diminishing returns you know what i mean so you made it light great now what you know i'm saying is it really going to perform that much better well uh yeah i i'm not gonna disagree with what you're saying there is a to me there's absolutely a point of diminishing return um Tommy and me had this conversation the other day and his example was uh, when he used to race mini sprints, he knew a guy that did an all titanium bolt set. Like he changed out every bolt in the car to titanium and it cost him like two grand. Right. And he's like, dude, he's like, you could just have your kid take a good shit before he raced and save that same weight. <laughs> right. He's right. like, dude, give him you a little know, bit of X lax. Yep. Yeah, he's like, give him a little bit of X lax, and you've saved the same weight you just spent two grand to save. Right. You know, and so, yeah, there is a diminishing return. And then at what size? You know, okay, Casey, uh, a sixty-nine inch extreme flight Raven is going to be much right. more weight sensitive than a RV eight seventy. Correct. Absolutely, because, I mean, it's going to depend on airframe, wing loading. I mean, there's a lot of different factors. But, man, what I'm interested in in this whole deal is, like, you're using the cool 3D printed stuff to make the cockpit area or, or the wiring look clean or, you know, stuff like that. Um, how much of a penalty is it? You know, is it going to be a – that? that's what I, I'm looking forward to seeing out of the result. How much of a penalty is it, you know? And, and, that's, is it a, and is it a negligible penalty, you know? And that right there is the motivation behind this whole endeavor. That's to, very cool. To what extent are we actually talking about? You know, right. uh, it could be very eye-opening, or it could be like, hey, you know, this right here convenience is worth the weight penalty for me. Right, exactly. And dude, so, I mean, I want to see a nice clean wiring and things like that. You know, anything that can help me achieve that and it doesn't hurt me, I'm in. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, and they're also comes a point with like what you do casey where weight and ballast are not your enemy a hundred percent they can actually improve the flying characteristics of certain aircraft and man honestly like windy oklahoma you know i like something a little bit heavier and more substantial especially like we needed a gliders and your freaking you know slope soaring and stuff like that you know adding weight adds speed at that point, you know, because you're flying off of the wind, you know, but it's not, it's not going to be as nimble, but it's a glider. Do you want it to be as nimble? You know? So, but the argument could be made too, that like a slope aircraft is going to, you can run it a little heavier, but like a DLG, you probably want that feather light. Feather light. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. No, that's very cool. It's application dependent is the point. Yeah. Right. And there's no real scientific way to freaking do it. So your results may vary. These are our findings. Yeah, exactly. Findings. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm just going to mooch off his knowledge. I'm a hobo fucking plays knowledge. Well, Matt's 
going to bring a couple airplanes up here at some point. We're going to weigh his stuff just for the sake of argument. Yeah, I'd like to. Need to. Give something yep. to do over the winter. Yep. Oh, and I can weigh my helicopter too, just to know um, how much this uh, Jet Ranger weighs. There you go. Dude, that thing has some massive blades on it. It's a, really it's a remarkable. Big heli, though. I mean, it it is, but man, when you look at the blade size compared to like a any three D, it's like it's an eight hundred blade. But take that blade and put it like say next to a six hundred blade for a three D, mm-hmm. and it's not just two hundred millimeters longer. It's like double in cord. So the amount of wing area effectively is way more, nice. is substantially more. Right. Um, so I think that uh, it's, it's a heavier machine. It needs more lift. It makes sense. Um, I'm just curious to see how heavy this thing flies. Like, is it going to have enough increased lift because the blades are so much bigger that uh, it's not really that noticeable? You know, uh, I'm sure it's still going to be heavier, um, for instance, but I'm anxious to find out. Yeah, that's going to be a cool heli for sure when you get it set up here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, I've got more uh, more things I need to spend than I have money to supply that with. So right. I've got to take it in steps right now. Yeah, that's true. So, but um uh, yeah, I'm definitely anxious to to get that thing up and going. I've got a nitroxy I need to finish. And uh, I don't know. I've got so many little projects that are sitting here that would take an hour here, an hour there to really finish up. And I just can't seem to find the time to sit down and finish it. So I need to quit creating new projects and finish some of the ones I got. Yeah, absolutely. That is great advice. I need to do the same thing. <laughs> dude i'm sitting here in my garage right now and so i've got a brand new uh, flex cessna sitting in a box with a brand new jr radio sitting on top of it i need to get to that <laughs> i've also got a freaking uh three meter glider that i just need to quit being a puss and glue some stuff in there and send it that's gonna be cool too yeah i can't wait on that dude it's i, I watch inspirational glider videos when i eat lunch at work every day <laughs> Got some Celine Dion playing in the background. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> it's great stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get helicopters. I'm gonna have to get a helicopter. So I can be cool like you guys. Talk about all this ro- rotating stuff and things. <laughs> I sold one to Brenton that y'all can go slope. Yeah, I think he. I don't think he's putting that together to slope. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. No, no. Now here's the deal. He really wants to do that, so I'm sure we'll have something. But I don't know if that one's the one. We'll figure it out. I have a 700 yeah. airframe sitting here too. Dude, so if I don't I sell it to... soon, it may have to be used. No, I need. I need to go fly. I need to go to the slope. I sit on the simulator. I, I mean, I was talking to you the other night. Matt. I sat there. Yeah. I fly. I fly on the simulator 30, 45 minutes a day. I just leave it on, you know, and walk in. It's in the room. You're like, eh. That's how I learned to play guitar. I just had one sitting there. I, made an effort to play yeah. it every day i need to sim a lot more because i haven't gotten to fly much and uh 
it's starting to take its toll. I can tell. So I need to, I need to sim a little bit more. So I was driving by, uh, oh, just, uh, the Davis sulfur area. They call it the Arbuckle mountains. And I was looking out there. If you're going down like highway 53, there's just a, a ridge of those hills to your north. Yeah. Yeah. You and, can totally do that. I was wondering, have you ever looked into going out there and trying to slope out there? I haven't, man. We honestly, we tried that our Buffalo mountain spot and dude, it's, it's so good. It's, I don't really care if I go anywhere else right now. You know, you can go down there. Like if you look at the weather and it's right, that's perfect. And you got a slope that faces South and you got a slope that faces North and in Oklahoma, most of your strong winds are going to be from the South or the North. So yeah. it's it's a great spot, but I would like to go to Arbuckle Mountain. Me well, and Will went to a state park where you're not supposed to go and threw one off, and it was absolutely amazing. That's why I'm asking this because <clears throat> the you know from your house to Davis is probably an hour, two, maybe an hour and ten minutes. To Davis, I'm probably looking more like two. You think so? I think so. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm east of the city, man. Pretty good clip. Let me look here. So, you're going to prove me wrong. Well, it's so far east of me. I didn't think that it would be that far. Because, well, and then you get on uh, I-35, like it's right there on I-35. Right. So it makes it hour and a half. So yeah, it's a little further. Than okay. I yeah, maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, well, it says an hour and twenty three to Choctaw. Yeah, I, I drive slow though. <laughs> yeah, and this that's all the way to Choctaw. You don't live quite that far, so it would be like an yeah. hour and fifteen. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I have to go check that out. But man, that spot we've been going is just so perfect. I, it's. I'll tell you this, if people are flying like manned helicopters, or not helicopters, but hang gliders and parasols, all I can do. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I said parasols, paragliders. <laughs> I think I'm going to start, man, I really want to do that, but I don't really want to spend all that money. Kind of like your camper deal. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Like the and little paramotors and stuff like that, yeah. it's all crazy expensive. Yeah. And I watch me some Tucker Got every once in a while on YouTube, and it gets me all fired up. He does yeah. some cool stuff. I watched but I, his. I think I'm too old to be that crazy. And I think I would still like 13 behind, you know, between the years enough that I would try to do dumb shit like that and hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, uh, I just don't really overall have enough interest in it to want to do it. So it would be way cool to fly though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'd be, it'd, they had this. Uh, they had this ultralight down at uh, Gainesville. It was uh, what did they got? It was a Chinook, I believe, is what it was called. Um, and then on the tail of it, it said like Valdi's Special or something like that. Anyway, it was a little pusher, ultralight fixed wing, um, really neat machine. I went and priced them. Those things are like twenty grand. If I remember right. right, 
I was like, you know, I might be in for like 10 grand, but not 20. It's like, I just, I don't know why. I was like, I just don't want to spend that much. And I'm sure they're not very dangerous. I'm sure they're super dangerous at the end of the day too. Right. What was that one when we were at the high Sierra? It was a yellow one. Man, I think I got a picture of you sitting on it somewhere. Um, it was called like an air bike, I think. Air bike, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that just seemed all kinds of sketch. Yeah, no the the Chinook is not near that sketchy. Um, so I looked it up here. Uh, they're made in Sealy, Texas. The Chinook Plus Two Light Sport Aircraft. So. Plus two, so carry a passenger too. Yep, yeah, they're two seaters. Huh. You I'll can get them in, in two stroke. Yeah, <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> I'm to- I'm totally in. Yeah, you can uh, you can get them with two strokes or four stroke engines. Uh, let's see. Look, see, click here for pricing. Let me look at this again. Which man, I would totally like, be tons cool. Of- Right. I think I'd totally be cool with just a parachute. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be cool with gliding, like the paragliding thing. I think that'd be cool. But man, like when I tried um Don's whole deal out, he got me all rigged up. Dude, I couldn't I don't know if it was a wind or if I just suck. Probably because I suck. But pulling up the, you know, parachute and everything like that and trying to get it over the top of you and hold it up straight, it was man, it was harder than I thought it was gonna be. I wouldn't, I, I never, I never got it to where I felt comfortable with it, but it was like a 30 minute span and I was huffing and puffing like an old man. <laughs> I looked over at Don, I was like, brother, I think that's it for me. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm breathing hard. I, my heart's beating faster than it's ever. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for a break. Time for a break, brother. So the Chinook plus two airframe only, if you buy the two stroke, this is the cheapest option is $15,918. Holy geez. And that's with none of the other stuff that you can put with it. You know, like, uh, they got different fuel tank options. Here's different seat options. Um, different little Lexan panels and covers, uh, tail wheel. I don't even know what engine you put on it. (laughs) Right. Here's what sucks about that airplane is like where we live, there's not a lot of like open land, like I got what they call it, BLM land out there and like Reno and and then where else is that? Oh and yeah. California yeah. and stuff like that. So everything's owned around here, man. You can't just go out, you know, you gotta know who it is. Field. Yeah, you gotta know who it is. So I mean Yeah. That would that, that's, that's the kind of the lame part of it. Yeah. Right. That's what kind of turns me off. If I lived somewhere that had open land where you go do this and there was buddies to go hang i would do everything i could to figure out a way to do it but yeah i but I it's, do agree it's not with sensible that. around it's not sensible around here yeah you can't go bush flying in oklahoma because right you just can't whereas like out there where they're at it's like oh i'm gonna land in this riverbed okay cool <laughs> right and everybody's happy and good with it you know or i'm gonna go out to the salt flat and right and i'm gonna lose my license within the first little bit because I'm going to be buzzing cows and doing dumb shit, you know? Yeah. Cause that's, that's what I would want to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's, I guess it'd be cool enough to just fly over stuff, but I yeah. kind of want to go out and like 
like how those guys out there, you know, it's like, oh, let's go up to this mountaintop and just land there and then take right. off again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that would be way cool. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get tired of buzzing Jimmy at freaking six o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a Sunday in the trailer park around here, you know? Yeah. Like, let's go Probably wake up at. Jimmy. I was going to say, yeah, are you yeah, going to piss Jimmy off and he's going to come out with his 12 gauge and be like, you some bitch and you know yeah. i'm done with you and oh yeah shoot, he's all methed out and thinking you're the cops man i mean he's he's thinking it's this is it this is final yeah. shootout he's bonnie and clyde in that shit you're not gonna make it dude man. he he's all going ruby ridge on us and we're like yeah. hey dude <laughs> chill out man we're just trying to have a good time here right. that ain't biscuits he's cooking i'm telling you right now <laughs> you start hearing the gun go off that ain't popcorn yeah. <laughs> oh jiffy pop that's what mama used to call it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah jeez sorry i got into character i, I hate when i do that <laughs> what are you drinking tonight matt man i threw a couple shots of crown in this coke right here yeah this is You're a, mixing, huh? are you a uh, third one are you sick no yeah. no no not yet anyway <laughs> uh, i mean this is a little beneath you isn't it Mm. I, dude, I, I'm, I'm stepping back the same a little thing. bit. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was, thinking, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, "Ooh, you're mixing it, huh?" I was, hmm, just decided buddy. to go go old school with this one, you know. Yeah. Uh, take it back to my roots, my crown back and coke, and uh, you know, it's been a rough day. So I've been. It's probably better that I did this because yeah, I probably would have hit record and gone to sleep. Taking it, taking it back to your roots, isn't that normally like? some kd and coke or something oh you know? it's great mad dog 2020 and we don't want to talk about that oh yeah mad. it was a uh, james mad fox dog. was ours back in the day well i had an apartment that had a huge pink stain in the middle of it because it had some kind of uh what was it uh bones farm stuff that got uh i don't know uh. partially digested and then regurgitated into my carpet when i was in college i'm just getting a headache so, thinking about it i know yeah oh so, yeah you said you said mad dog and my stomach turned I'm like, <laughs> yeah the grape was especially <laughs> bad is it like it robitussin like, mm-hmm. no more like dime tap mm-hmm. yeah that's what yeah. i'm thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grape dime tap. that's exactly what it tastes like uh but it was good at the time like hell yeah no no, it wasn't good back then either. But well, you know, it was good okay. when you start. It was good when you started. Think so of, think when your eyes lit up and that old man that you just gave twenty dollars to buy you a four dollar bottle of freaking liquor. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, this worked. It's so good. It worked. And you got it in your hand. You're like, oh, we're gonna get so wasted. And you did. And you did. <laughs> and you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't normally drink liquor straight, and. uh the other day down at uh, Cajun, Chris Henson's like, I got a little bit of peach crown. We could finish off. I was like, don't tempt me with a good time. So yeah, it was better than I expected. Honestly, it's not bad. I would rather have just regular. I'm, I'm a regular kind of dude. These fruity things, they don't do anything. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan. I, of I, but I mean, I'll, I'll drink it. I'll taste it. Some of it. I like, dude, this chick at work brought me a bottle of wine. She said, you said you like coconuts. Try this out. It's coconut wine. And uh, dude, it, now here, I, I agree uh, to a point, but I really like coconut, right? Dude, it tastes like freaking 
a coconut cream pie. I'm not even joking. It's too sweet. Like I couldn't sit there and drink it, but it tastes amazing. Wow. It's not, it, I mean, it tastes like a coconut cream pie dead on. Hmm. Very dangerous. I think it'd be good in coffee, but who yeah. puts wine in coffee? Uh, no one. <laughs> you tomorrow morning, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna see. Um, but no, like the there was like a, a butter pecan moonshine, right? Dude, that stuff was amazing in coffee. Yeah, I was gonna say like, that total, would probably ga- be total good. game changer. Yeah, yeah. Total, which, man, I like coffee, but total yeah. game changer. Casey Ducia had some of that. It was a uh, like butterscotch or butter pecan, something yeah. another. And I got a drink of that, and it's like, oh, that's dangerous. Yeah, it's way too sweet. And you're like, oh, you just want another. You that taste goes into your mouth, and it's so good. And then it goes away, and you're like, I want that again. You know? Yeah. Well, it was one of those like, if I drink very much of that, I'm gonna feel like a big old steaming pile of dog shit. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Something about those fruity drinks, man. I can sit there and drink beer all night, wake up next morning, feel fine. Which I say sweet. It's the sweet yeah, ones the that get sweet, me. It's all the sweet the that get you. Sugar, man, that's what makes me feel like shit the next day. It's so, that damn malt liquor. Got to walk around with the water. You I know. was gonna say, I've uh, I learned uh, I learned Don Hockle's trick. <laughs> I caught him uh, caught him not being quite as incognito. And uh, you watch him; he'll drink a bunch of water before he goes to sleep. When he calls yep, it yep. quits, he'll drink several bottles of water. And uh, he and I stayed up drinking a lot of beer the other night, and we drank <laughs> a bunch of water before. And uh, I felt fine next day. It was good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I try to slam a water and a Gatorade at least before I go to bed. At least one of each. Yep. I try to al- I try to alternate. Yep. A water yeah. for every beer. It'll help for sure. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, that was a that was a I think. I'm going to say Cajun Huck Fest was the most laid back event that I've been to in a long time. No pressure to fly, nobody bitching and moaning and, you know, griping about this or that. Everybody was just having a good time. And, uh, oh, uh, Kyle Rickaway with the Boxer RC, he sponsored the, uh, the beers. So he went and picked up several cases of beer. And we all, after hours, responsibly drink quite a few of kyle's beers so i like the disclaimer in there that was pretty good yeah yeah that was good yeah now we were responsible we didn't drive nowhere and uh we uh we tried to talk some guys into driving us somewhere but they (laughs) wouldn't do it bunch of Uh, we figured out if that if your age starts with a two for some reason you just don't want to have fun uh, it's tyler all over again huh hell yeah (laughs) but uh (laughs) They weren't falling for it. They weren't. They weren't in. So, um, yeah. Oh, and then the next night, Casey would have been happy. Uh, Big boys RC brought a whole bunch of craft beer out there, and uh, there was like two that were pretty decent, and then the rest of them were like, "Oh my god, this is bad." There was a lot of those left, so that tells you. Yeah, I would have had a good time. Yeah, you'd have had all you could handle. Oh my god, that's yeah. Clay was oh my god it's horrible if i tell you that, i'm like man that's not bad bro that's pretty good well listen it's like you're in the one percent because all well, the rest of us agreed 
Yeah, I mean, craft beer is an acquired taste. I can't do it. It's it like is. whiskey, though. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't like bourbon whiskey. So, and dude, I don't like those super super hoppy IPAs. They're like New England IPAs. You know, oh, oh, these were hoppy as they could come. Right. Yeah, I don't like that super hoppy shit. Yeah. Which man, dude, I drink I drink Mexican beer mostly. See, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, I like you know Tecate, Modelo. Uh, freaking, I'm drinking Soul right now. Um. Uh, Australia Jalisco. Those are good. I mean, just good everyday drinking beer. Yeah. But every once in a while, you need, you know, I have a sophisticated palate, but it just has to be quenched. <laughs> so, Louisiana has Yingling, right? And uh, it's great some, beer. Great I heard beer. somebody call it a Yuling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, These dudes I work with call them Linglings. Linglings. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. all right, I guess. <laughs> now that was like i want to get one of them yuling beers like huh you mean yingling <laughs> that's kind of looked at me funny it's coming to but oklahoma you look, soon yeah you look at the label man it's like yield i you know i I, I, I get I mean, it it messes you up the first time if, if you had never heard anybody say yingling you wouldn't say yingling don't don't put yourself out like that <laughs> i don't know you man. wouldn't have, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have pronounced it right dead out of the gate well, actually, I had yeah. a friend in high school that his yeah. name was spelt very, very similar to that. Oh, so because of your friend in high school, let me get this straight. Or, sorry, college. Yeah. Yeah, college. All right. Uh-huh. So your friend in college had a name like Lingling, and now you know how to pronounce Yingling. I've usually been pretty decent at pronouncing stuff, not horrible oh, at it. Man. Not that much of a redneck. These guys were rednecks. They were like, I'm not. And, uh, I'm not saying you're right, and I'm not saying you're wrong. But I'm just telling you, nobody said it right the first time, except for the guy, because it was his name, probably. I guarantee you, there was a whole culture of people that knew exactly what it was. Sounds like you're making fun of people that aren't as cultured as you play. Just kind of like I'm making fun of you for not liking uh, IPAs and stuff like that because I have a sophisticated palate. I just, you know. Well, I mean, there's people in Europe that eat uh, fermented whale and uh, love it, you know. But uh, why, meanwhile, why the rest not? of us, the meanwhile, the rest of us in the world's like, yeah, that's nasty. We're out. Well, yeah, but you would you wouldn't try it. It's, I mean, it's good there. There's no. a reason why they do it. You're not going to try it. I'm definitely no. going to try it. I'm going to take oh. the chance. I'm like, this is this seems like something you know that yeah. means something, and they say it's good. I'm going to try it. I tried craft beer. I just didn't care for it. And that's totally most of okay. Them. I, most that's of totally. them. I, there are a few here and there that, that I don't mind. But, uh, yeah. The ones that get real, like, fruity tasting. Uh, no. no, I don't like any of that stuff. The stuff I like, you, you don't like because it doesn't have, I mean, it's, like, way overpowering, strong flavor. See, the know? hoppy tastes fruity to me. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do yeah. that for me. It it tastes very citrusy. Right. How does cilantro how does cilantro hit you? It's like citrus, like a lime taste. Yeah, see, it does not have that flavor for me. Well, and see, like Larry says it tastes like Irish soap. Why is he eating Irish soap? A a lot dude, there's a whole like look that up. There's a lot of people that think cilantro tastes like Irish soap. To me, it tastes like a mild lime citrus flavor. Hmm. 
Interesting. It, to me, it's more of an earth. It's it's an earthy flavor. It doesn't really have a citrus bite. You know, it doesn't have that sourness that citrus does for me. Uh, no, it doesn't. Does it taste real bite. earthy. Yeah, it doesn't have that bite, but it definitely to me, it's kind of a. I would equate it to more of a citrusy flavor. But anyway, I love cilantro, but like Larry says, me it too. tastes like soap. Right. And me, me and Larry agree on food all the way around. That's the one one thing we're like, ah. Yep. I would agree with that. He and I usually agree, except for cilantro. <laughs> so. He's never turned me on to anything bad. Well, speaking of food, though, so. Yes. Johnny Falgu hooked it up. And then uh, one day we went over to uh, just around the corner from the, the uh, RC field is a place called poches and oh man that was so good stuff really really good stuff it's a it's kind of a weird combination so it's like a a restaurant slash meat market slash convenience store and uh yeah if I, I wish i had room for a cooler because i would have loaded down with all this different kind of meats that they had set out there they had all every kind of sausage you could imagine, like tubs of jambalaya, frozen, uh, different kinds of boudin, different kinds of steaks and stuffed pork chops and chickens and turduckins and you name it. They had a little bit of everything. So, dude, that sounds so good. Yeah. I love me. I love me yeah. some boudin. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I, that's one thing I can't get here in town. Is good. So, we went to. Uh, so I got talking to some local guys uh the beer drinking night and uh man just really really nice people first off and uh anyway we got to talking about just the the cajun culture and like a lot of those guys like their first language at home was french and uh just i was just asking them just general questions because i'm interested in what it's like to live there and be a part of that culture yeah, it was beer and, night, uh, kind of like at High Sierra when you're like, "Look, they're fucking Canadians, man!" <laughs> dude, it was hilarious, dude. That guy was that guy was like a Viking standing over you with a yeah. handle of Captain Morgan. I thought he was gonna smash it on your head. And they have he, to be way cool. He makes so it, it worked out. He makes it way worse than it actually was. But anyway, <laughs> no, dude, no, so, no, no, no. Long story short, uh, I tell these guys, I'm like, hey can I give you 20 bucks and you bring back some like really good boudin balls in the morning? And they're like, sure. So they come back with a box of boudin and this one fried boudin ball. And, uh, it was from this place called Billy's boudin and crackling from Mm. Opelousas. And, uh, so not that KFC has the greatest chicken in the world, but, uh, I mean, the battering on that's pretty good, right? So they had this fried boudin ball that had that, I swear it was almost like KFC chicken batter, like the flour for the frying on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. And it had like pepper jack cheese in, in the middle of it. Dude, absolutely worth it. Go to Opelousas, go to Billy's Boudin and get you a fried boudin ball. It was incredible. So much so that I went back the next day and I got three more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, re- really good. You kept saying balls, and it kept reminding me of that Saturday Night Live skit with 
<laughs> sweaty balls. You know, sweaty balls. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. I don't remember that one. I don't know that you one. Don't remember sweaty. Uh, no, I don't remember. Dude, that. Dude, I, like, like, I like Baldwin was on it. What's so funny about it? They were doing like a public radio show, yeah. kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great, and the way you said it, they were all like really short and poignant with their answers. Like, yes, we love to have Pete's sweaty balls. You know what I'm saying? That's the way they said it. It was great, and you kind of talk like, dude, it was hilarious in my mind. Oh geez, he's gonna play it. Yeah, yeah, it was these guys. Oh yeah, he can play it through it. here. No, no, it's great. You can sure sound here. Let's see. Find a shorter one. Oh, I gotta get through the ads. Yep, wait, yeah, wait for the ad. Oh. Of course, playing a Jeopardy theme song right now. Hey, look, it's Kurt. Dude, it's got <laughs> Carrie. Yeah, it's Kurt and Carrie. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Hello, I'm Margaret Jo McCullen. And I'm Terry Rialto. And And you're you're listening listening to The Delicious Dish on National Public Public Radio. Radio. (laughs) Now, Terry, it's Christmas season again, our favorite time of year. That's right, Margaret Jo. Holiday time is when the most wonderful culinary wishes can come true. Now, what's on your list this holiday season, Margaret Jo? (laughs) Well, Terry, I really got greedy this year. I'm asking Chris Kringle for a wooden bowl, some oversized index cards, and a funnel. Ooh, what? a funnel. That'll be great for funneling. I know. I feel like a glutton. What's on your list, Terry? Well, I'm only asking Santa for one thing, a big box of glue traps to help me deal with my excessive rat problem. <laughs> now tell me, um, <laughs> Are you, Margaret Joe, going to leave any treats out for Santa this year? Oh, absolutely. I always do. I like to leave Santa some tap water and rice. <laughs> if Santa's anything like me, Christmas foods really wreak havoc on the old digestive system. What are you going to leave, Terry? Uh, I can't ever leave food out in my apartment because I have an excessive rat problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> neat. Santa's fun. Santa's he is fun. fun. Neat. Yeah, it's fun. Fun. Like Good Christmas. times. Good times. It's neat. Well, Christmas is a time for traditional foods and bite-sized treats, and we have a very special guest today. That's right, Terry. He's the owner of his own holiday bakery with a very, very clever name. Seasons Eatings. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I know it rhymes. This is three. awful. <laughs> makes me so happy. It's back when uh, SNL was funny. Please welcome right. the owner of Seasons Eatings, Pete Schwetty. <laughs> welcome. How are welcome, you? Pete. We like the name of your store. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, did I pronounce your name uh, correctly? You sure did. Pete Schwetty. Well, Pete, Terry and I have been looking forward to having you on the show because we know you're the master of all kinds of Christmas goodies. Tell us about them. Well, there are lots of great treats at this time of year. Zucchini bread, fruitcake. But the thing that I most like to bring out at this time of the year are my balls. Mm. Tell us about your balls, Pete. 
spill over at Seasons Eatings, we have balls for every taste. Popcorn balls, mm. cheese balls, rum balls, you name mm. it. Wow. My mouth's watering just thinking about those balls. <laughs> it's been years since I've seen any balls. Would you like to see my balls now? Yeah. yeah. Whip them out. Whip them, baby. They have no audio, so it's even, or, I mean, wow. no video, so it's you even have better. Some beautiful balls. <laughs> They're bigger. I just really hope it's not all just dead. I know a lot of people. Dead air. Look at that, Terry, the way they glisten. It won't be. That's because I make sure that each one of my balls gets plenty of oil. I can't help but notice, Pete, your balls are a little misshapen. That's because I rested them on a hot stove for too long. Can I touch your balls? Go ahead, but be careful. They're very delicate. Wow. I can't wait to get my mouth around this ball. Ooh, I like the way your balls smell. Do whatever you want to them, ladies. My balls are here for your pleasure. Wow, Pete. I have to say your balls are so tender. Well, there's no beating my balls. They're made from a secret sweaty family recipe. No one can resist my sweaty balls. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my fault. We went down that rabbit hole. My bad. Yeah, it's definitely Casey's fault. It always is. Uh, yep, you owe yeah. everybody four minutes of their life back. Anyway, yeah, we should we should turn on old Greg. No, I'm just kidding. Oh boy. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave that up to the audience to decide if they want to do that to themselves or not. No joke. No, Matt's searching it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't I don't know. Do I'll go find something. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> actually, uh, this just came in. Uh, Northwest RC has Falcon props back in stock. This just oh, in. Where'd you see that? You heard it here first, folks. Well, uh, Tim posted it a little bit ago, and then oh. he uh, the website wasn't up to date and then he messaged me about 10 minutes ago and said that should be in stock and ready to go. Uh, what are you looking for? I'm getting a Falcon 28 by nine and a half in red and white. Uh, fancy for oh. your, uh, my laser. RV8? Oh, laser. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use the, uh, 25 by eight wide on the RV8. Yeah. 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 And it's just going to be a black prop. So, but, I've got a 2711 on my laser currently, and I'm going to switch it out for a little bit more low end performance. Nice. But if I'm going to spend 130 bucks on a prop, I'm getting one that uh, matches. I was going to say, get the one you want for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, they've had just a standard 28 by nine and a half in stock for a long time, but not this particular one. Uh, hell, even Flex has the. Uh, the Falcon props now. So 
if you want just a standard color, yeah, there's a lot of places to get it. But from what I'm understanding, Super Tim has kind of the, he's the only one that gets all the different colors or props that Falcon offers. Cornered the market on that one, did he? That's what I'm told. Yeah. So, anyway, is there anything you need from Northwest? You know, he's like you, Matt. I don't buy it. Can't think of any. Well, I don't know. Is Northwest sell glider stuff? Casey may want something. Yeah. They got gliders? (laughs) I can't think of anything right off. Actually, I need some wheel pants. I'll go out here and look and see if they've got them. So, he's out of stock on those Lucid lights, too, except for I the bet, 85 to 90 inch, 95 inch. I'm more selling through, the, through those pretty quick, I bet. Yeah. I'm more jacked on Matt saying he wanted wheel pants. Hey, I fly with wheel pants. Yeah, uh, it's Bill I'm, mostly. One of the Wichita okay. Falls guys has wheel pants. Yeah, I thought but, all you Wichita Falls guys, like no pants, no spinner. For a while, that was definitely the case. Bill and Mark, especially. I may fly with no pants, but I have wheel pants. You have to specify. Right. So that reminds me of a joke. <laughs> I'm just looking here. Those lucid lights are 60 bucks for the 60 inch to 70 inch wing planes, mm-hmm. but they're out of stock. But I really want some of those for my Raven. Dude, I want a Raven really bad, but man, I just can't. Uh, it's not uh, how you say in the budget right now. But dude, that's one of the that's one of the best flying planes I've ever flown ever. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. That's why I need uh, some of these Lucid wingtip lights. Hmm, I'm not finding what I need. Oh well. What are you looking good. for? Wheel pants? Yeah. Well, um, for this. Actually, he may have them for this one. Punched a hole in one of the ones for the 70. Oh, out of stock. Damn it. Uh, oh, that ain't the one I got anyway. Ah, those are out of stock, too. Hmm, that sucks. Oh, well. Yeah, one of the, on my 70-inch extreme flight, like the axle went into the outer portion of the wheel pant. And so it punched a hole through. Not real sure what happened there, but... uh. I should have put a block probably in the wheel pant and I didn't do it. Uh, oh, that you mean it, one so. of those blocks that like totally confused Casey that time? <laughs> yeah, that was- man. It's funny. You say Casey totally <laughs> confused because I'm not going to lie to you. So Matt's screen sharing. So I could see what he's doing. I'm sitting over here trying in the zoom app, trying to freaking scroll up and down and it's not, and I'm getting angrier by the second. <laughs> and then I figure out, wait, There's- that's not my screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Only so only I a could... couple more years before he's screaming, get off my lawn. Dude, I'm not very far away. It's bad. <laughs> this technology is <laughs> bullshit. Wow, it's hard. It's really I hard relate guys. more and more yeah. to that uh Clint Eastwood <laughs> oh, yeah. gif uh, every day. <laughs> the oh. the uh the Grand Torino, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is one of your oh, favorites. Geez. It is. Uh, every uh, about every other day, I see that one get posted somewhere. <laughs> it's because his damn kids in that group chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, 
Well, Bill's older than you, isn't he? Yeah, by a little bit. Uh, I don't know about Skinner. Y'all are probably pretty close. Skinner may have yeah. you by a year or two. Uh, I bet we're really close. Yeah. But, yeah, Bill's a couple of years older than I am. But gotcha. that doesn't make his conversation any more mature. No, he's definitely like 20 years behind on that D- one. Still makes me feel like the old man in the group, which I'm okay <laughs> with that. It just, you know, is what it is. Uh, it's funny, like every now and again, Greg Kenya drops in just to <laughs> call Bill, say it looks like uh, Tony or something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did it to me today. <laughs> yeah. We got to get that guy to the flying field soon. Oh, before, yeah. Before he runs off on us. Yeah. He's leaving oh, next year. Oh, six I, months haven't, or something. I haven't told y'all about what me and Don Hockler are cooking up. Oh, it's going to be great. Listen, and for all the listeners out there, you absolutely don't want to miss Superfly 2023. So we've got something in the works that is going to be epic for spectators. It's going to be That's a good time for the pilots. Too. It's going to be a good time for the pilots too, but it's going to be a lot of fun for spectators. Cool. So we got to figure out how to make sure that Greg Kenya can get uh, time off and travel back to Superfly for the ultimate plan to work. We'll just kidnap him. Yeah, they have this thing called AWOL in the brig, and then I don't want to get him there. Yeah, but that's his problem. So, well, man, I mean, we deal. just have to drive up there, you know. That's I literally had this guy mm-hmm. believing that I had to go to counseling because of a text message that he sent me. I'm pretty sure I can pull this off. <laughs> he was a, beside himself, dude. It, it, that was hard to hold in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm really surprised how well you got him on that one. Yeah, he doesn't did, buy did. into stuff usually, no. right? And he was hook, line, and sinker. And now he's going to be hesitant on everything else we do. Exactly. I, to- I told him a lot. He was fucking with me real hard, right? And I told him a long time ago, I was like, "You don't want to start this because I will finish it." I'm telling you right now, stop. And he did it again. I'm like, all right, Greg, I let it go, man. Dude, that guy. I was pulling down the road to the flying field and he is, I could see him as Running. soon as you know what I'm saying? He is like spotted on me. He goes that I could see it in his face. That mother, you know what I'm saying? He's walking towards my car. I couldn't even get out of my car. He's already meeting me there. You son of a bitch. No, he was there to <laughs> apologize to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Yeah. He felt horrible. I'm sorry for making you a pawn in my game of chess, Greg. <laughs> oh man yeah it was hard not to tell him i was like i don't know man. i couldn't believe it. Dude, it, him. Was <laughs> it was hard for me to believe that he believed it that's how good it was sold oh yeah yeah it was wasn't as hard as no keeping way. my mouth shut about the prank we played on matt though jackass <laughs> that one was that's, way that's, harder to keep in that's probably the best one yet dude <laughs> it was so good i believed it I'm over here feeling bad calling Matt going, dude, that sucks, bro. And meant it. Absolutely meant it. I was in on the joke and didn't even know. <laughs> yep. It'll come back. Oh, that, Don't one was, you that worry. One was, that one was epic. Especially Just now remember, that the main culprit is back in the. I was going to say, it's like, yeah, he's the main one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking yep. of that, when are we going to have our steak party? I don't know. We were supposed to do it on like the 18th or whatever. 
And what are we doing? What is this party? I can't do that. Uh, so you didn't you didn't get in on it. I mean, I'm not oh, saying you can't come. You can't be a. Oh, you can be a part oh. of it. No, whatever. But, uh, You're dead to me now. Oh, uh, right, cool. We could do that Friday night, actually. Who That's all was Mark, in on that one? Mark was talking about, but all the guys, because I think Clint and Will and them were on it too, right? Yeah. Oh, those guys were in, but I was out. Son of a bitch, man! Screw you guys. Oh, we're I think, friends. I, I think we asked you, and you didn't participate. I may have. You're, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we had talked about the 18th, but. I have to be in Dallas evening of the 19th, and then I got something on the 20th, so I couldn't spend the whole weekend, but I would take a day off work to come up to Duncan or something. I thought we were going to cook them at your house. Yeah, I mean, that's what, we told what I'd like to do. I just need to plan it out sometime Wait, soon. has Kerry actually flown that plane? Oh, yeah. Himself? Oh, yeah, a bunch. Not video posted, made it look like he was flying it when it wasn't him? No, he, like I said, he's flown it a bunch. We went out... Uh, <laughs> Monday. I called we bullshit went. on that video in three seconds. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, uh, we, uh, yeah, Monday of this week, he and I went out. Uh, Tommy, me, and Carrie all went out and he flew uh, like five or six times. We all got in about a half dozen flights. All right. But I don't think Mark should get one because he set the whole thing in motion. Yeah. Mark he is uh, plotted against us. Well, I mean, yeah, it wasn't uh, in my favor, but I helped out too. So, yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, so confused right now. You guys are talking so cryptically. Hey, we need to. You need to come down whenever we have this, and I'll buy you a steak, Casey. Yeah. All right. There you're in. Oh man, I really messed up. We should do this in December because. There was a guy at Cajun Heli- Cajun Huck Fest that told me about a place down there that had ribeyes for like six ninety five a pound. What? Yeah, like good ribeyes or like That's what I was told. Shit ribeyes, dude. You say that, but actually, the ones I get at Some. my Walmart are pretty good. Sometimes they're, they're super <laughs> expensive, yeah. but they're usually pretty good. Um, I don't know. Different stores have different luck too for that yeah, matter yeah. but uh yeah no they were supposedly were pretty good for like six which i found some sirloin down there for like i saw that one myself for six dollars a pound yeah that'd be all right at that that uh, at that poches mm-hmm. so we'll get some more boudin balls while you're done that way yeah i do have to go back down there in december but uh i don't know if they're gonna make me fly or not my plan is is to try to drive down there and go hang out with Johnny and, and all those guys and go do some flying and, you know, just drive like a couple of days early, leave a couple of days late kind of thing. Right. Well, take so, a cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have more room. So. Cause that'd be good. If I take my work truck, I'll have my, I'll put my big cooler in the back. There you and go. On, right before I leave, I'll load it down with ice and all different kinds of stuff. There yeah. You we go. didn't ever have it big cookout at your place this year no and i went to jason's house and i saw the pool and i was like we yeah. never did a pool party yeah like we this, never did those. yeah like we're lame right where you are we suck it's uh it's clint's fault so there yeah yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and say that because he got a boat hashtag, yeah hashtag the boat did it yep <laughs> 
I mean, never mind. The rest of us could have still got together, but we didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, don't ruin it, damn it. Clint's cool taking the blame. It was my fault or not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I did think about that the other day, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not getting in that water now. It's way too cold. No. Mm-mm. Dude, no, we no. can do some polar polar bear club shit, man. Why not? No, I'm out. Yep, I'm out. So uh, what else you got going on for as far as flying goes? Mm, I don't have anything personally. I've man, they posted Flex posted about the the uh, ultimates being on their way. So I guess I'm gonna have to start paying off that bill to Reddish because I think he's already ordered me one. Yeah, he did. So I'll have that set up. But uh, you gonna go ahead and get an RFSV or what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to if it's coming with those. Uh, what those 49010 servos yep uh that's what i would put it in anyway so why not um but yeah i told him that and the pilot and the spinner and the wing bags and everything else i can get with it so i'm sure yeah. i have a very large bill with him before too long yeah price of a good used car yeah right well uh, a good used car yeah. 10 years ago but i noticed yeah, right. I noticed Flex had the uh, GP76, the motors on sale too. Yeah, they started uh, uh, being a dealer for a GP yeah. pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. So I probably should have added that too, but uh, one step at a time. Well, you can. That's not part of the – you can add that later and you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, so I have to do that. But yeah, the RFSV is really the only way to go. I think. Yeah, that. I think it's worth it to have all those servos and have it uh, partially pre-built. Not everything. I just that's the way to go on that. But for sure, uh, for sure. that that no, nah, like like I said last time, I'd pick up a Peregrine uh, one of these days when Extreme Flight gets them back in. That's a way cool plane. Way cool. It plane. is. I've never like flown it. one, but look, it looks great. And what I've seen them fly, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I still, and I'm biased. I still like my Raven more. Uh, I've flown the Peregrine now, I don't know, 10 times or something. <clears throat> and it's okay. But I, I, I mean, I, I like it. It's a great airplane. Well, it's hard to compare. A, yeah. It's hard to compare anything to that Raven. Yeah. That's, that's true. Um, so there was another plane on. I just saw that you had wrote down on our list here. That new E-Flight Foamy. Yeah, and, you were talking uh, about that earlier in the week or last week. Um, yeah. I didn't look at it too close, but uh, I know you had talked about it. Yeah. Well, when I first saw the email, I was like, well, that's pretty cool. It's like a couple hundred bucks bind and fly, you know, like that's not too bad because the little twisted hobbies airplanes, uh, the JTAs, all those, the, the kit is not that expensive, but you know, by the time you outfit it with servos, a motor ESC and you build it and put a receiver on it, you know, it's like, Hey, you're, you're touching that 200 to $250 mark still. Right. And these things are 220 bucks bind and fly to spectrum. And I've still got my DX 18. So I'm like, Hey, that's, Seems like a great idea. 
And plus, yeah, the being e flight is going to be built. No, no, it's built. No, that's what's way cool. I yeah. Mean, so then, do they have it? Do they have it in blue? No, but here's no, the downside to it. Red. Yeah. Yeah. Well, prepare for yourself for the downside. So Mo was the one that pointed this out, and most like said that, uh, the weight on the this weight, thing is yeah. dumb. It's, it's like super heavy. So now I'm less excited about it, but it looks cool. Like I like the red. Um, the E-Flight yeah. Erratics is what we're talking about here. Runs on a 3S, 6850 milliamp battery. Um, has a safe select or whatever they call it. Um, has an AS3X receiver is that you're talking about? Yeah, 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 AS3X receiver. But I think it has the full safe technology too. Yeah. Um, servos installed. Uh, avian motor and an avian ESC installed. It's, I mean, it's a ready to go. I mean, if you want to indoor foamy, this is as easy as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much heavier is it than the other? This shows 13 point. I don't know what, uh, what the JTAs and stuff, uh, way outfitted. So I'm going to go look that. Let's look that like up. So twice. those are calling 376 grams. I was led to believe it's like double the weight. That's what I was thinking too. He had said it was like twice the weight. So, uh, which, you know, for some out there, that's not going to matter, but for others, that would be a big difference. Yeah. Well, for a plane of that size, like what's the wingspan on this? Mm. It says it's 907 millimeters long, 864 millimeters wide. So yeah, it's 30, 34 inch. Yeah, and I think the JTAs are 33, so it's the same size. Mm -hmm. So 33-inch slick. Let's just look at what that one is. Uh, 175 to 195 grams. Yeah, so half the weight. Running on a uh, 2S to, or 3S, 350 to 800. I wonder if he's... Is he counting the servos and everything in there? Yeah, that would probably be approximate flying weight. 175 yeah. to 195. Yeah. So quite a bit of difference. Let's just look at a multiplex as well, since that's another. Uh, I'll look up multiplex if you'll look up the uh, Twisted Hobbies. Let's see. There's a 32 inch. That's an EPP. That's not, uh, I wonder. So that's another thing. It doesn't say, is it, uh, it looks almost like Depron on that uh, E flight, but it doesn't actually say, or if it does, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's EPP. Okay. High density EPP. Yeah. Delivers a lightweight yet stiff and durable airframe. So, so this one's EPP from Twisted Hobbies, but it doesn't. With a 2S LiPo, 7.2 ounces, where this one was, what, 13? 13.3 or something? Where did I see yeah. that? Yeah, 13. Yep. So um, still half the weight. Almost. So the multiplex extra 330. See what they say on it. 
Let's see. Specifications. All up weight, 6.2 ounces. Yeah, that's pretty light. Yeah. So it really sounds like E-Flight missed the mark and just made this thing into a tank. I'm going to wait. I have to agree. I was way excited when you started. Now I'm kind of like, eh. Yep. Well, and I mean, it may be a lot more durable. I don't know. I'm going to wait and let somebody else buy it and then find out. There you go. I bet Just there's already a YouTube video out there about it. Looking at oh. the pictures, I wonder if it's laminated between two pieces of... Uh, it looks like, like it, doesn't it? Cardstock type stuff, yeah, versus just a painted foam. Now, I wonder if that's where the added weight come from, but that would make it a lot stiffer too, I would think. So what's funny is like if you read through this, uh use six hundred milliamps to keep the weight down. <laughs> it's like they refer to it being lightweight. Because <laughs> they uh they weighted it down for you. Yeah, it's like it's not though. It's not lightweight. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah, the material kind of looks like Adam's fucking foam board. It almost looks like that project board that's got a you know a right. film on either side of it. Which I've never touched one of these. I've never handled it, so I'm just going off of pictures here. Isn't that what you're talking about, the Adams phone board or Dollar Tree phone board? Yeah. Aren't y'all talking about the same thing? Uh, I think so. Which, man, when I worked at that joint that had that big laser, man, I cut uh, uh, some flight test designs out of planes just like this and that stuff. That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. I I really like the look of this airplane. Like they did a great job on the scheme, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, other than being red, I'm in. See, I like <laughs> red. I'm not out on that. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It's pretty sharp, clean yeah. lines. Like Lots it. of uh, side area. I noticed it's got a lot of uh, side force generators on it. Yeah. So, and then I like that it's already built. I hate to say it but i really don't like building those little flat foamies man no i'm 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 with you it's very intense i have a jta still sitting in the box every time i open it up i see all them pieces of cardboard and i just close the box (laughs) yeah see this one's this one says no glue or tape required (laughs) yeah i was going through stuff the other day cleaning (laughs) stuff up and i found uh remember i bought you an esc i still got it Oh, yeah, like uh, over a year ago, probably. <laughs> yeah, I still have it. I found it the other day. I'm like, oh, shit, that's glazed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need to get that from you and fix my JTA because yeah. we might have some indoor stuff coming up this winter. Yep. I got to get mine built. I need to work on that. Which, what's crazy, that's all I have ready to fly right now is indoor stuff or gliders. Hey, did you ever finish that uh, the yes. indoor pattern plane? You did? Yes. Have yep. you flown it? I haven't, I, I, nope, I haven't flown it. That yeah. was a cool one. I remember you talking about that one. Dude, it flew super slow. Yeah. Super slow. Yeah, the videos were yeah, crazy on that one. And I'm putting all the wing yeah. fences and everything on it. I want it to fly as slow as crap. And I dude, I like I didn't necessarily like grab a scale of kind of like what you're trying to do, but I like researched oh, it on weight of parts. I made it as light as humanly possible. I have to, I soldered in the receiver. Like it doesn't even have plugs going into it. I soldered everything. That's a commitment. I mean yeah, I made it as light as fucking possible. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, dude, I remember watching a video like this thing was moving slower than when Bill chopped his leg up and was like using a walker. I mean, right. 
Yeah, like uh, your grandma with a walker is going to walk faster in this thing. It's super slow. Super slow. And I even like, <laughs> I even like dumbed down the uh, servos for weight. So, it, but I don't think it's going to need a whole lot of, you know, power as far as throws go. So yeah. I, I got to, da- I down the servos too to save weight. Hey, so what we're going to need to do is get the, the wacky flailing inflatable arm men, two men, uh, fan and, yeah. uh, point it up and then, uh, have you, uh, fly through it. It'll, no, it, slope it. I'll Will slope it slope? It, Shit, it'll blast it to the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you get two of those fans? Well, I should have, but I didn't. <sighs> yeah, you, you were. I was under the impression you had them. No, so. no. I didn't have anywhere to freaking. I didn't have a truck at the time. It wouldn't fit in the back of the Civic. Oh, everything else will fit back there. No kidding. Dude, these were industrial freaking flailing arm wacky fun man. Wacky flailing inflatable arm man. Yeah, yeah I don't even know what you said. <laughs> Actually, the way they say it on Family Guy, it comes out way funnier. Um, they repeat it like over and over and over again. But anyway, so, <laughs> yep. Somebody out there, please buy this E-Flight Erratics so we can determine if it's a turd or not. So, Right. Without us having to spend some money. Well, man, All it's right. pretty funny. I, I ended up with a Spectrum Radio, and my sole intent for having said Spectrum Radio was because they had so much cool bind-and-fly stuff. I have yet to buy any bind-and-fly stuff. Now, I've had a Spectrum Radio for close to two years. I'm, I've yeah. never even used it. Never even used it. But I got a good deal on it. It was one of those things. I feel like I need it, and I bought it for that reason. Never used it. I got seven receivers for that thing. Still haven't used it. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I don't use mine a whole lot either, and I have one sitting in the box. I probably need to sell it off and just move everything over. But anyway. Yeah, aren't uh, aren't you trying to move over to Free Sky? On some stuff, I am gonna. Yeah, I'm waiting on that uh, the the SE version to come in stock, so that I have something different from the other two Yahoos that are running it here in town. So, um, I need to probably ask a, even a little bit more detail on it, but uh, this is related to Cajun Huckfest. Uh, Matt and I first saw the new Free Skies from Johnny Falgu up at Tyler. Well, there's quite a few other guys in his club that's running free sky. And one of them, I'm going to, I can't remember the guy's name, Ralph hand, Brian, maybe anyway, he's flying a pilot jet. One of the 3d jets Mm -hmm. with a vector nozzle or thrust vectoring and all that stuff. Uh, I think it's the J 10, maybe. I don't know, but it's got canards on it. Delta wing. It's a huge, awesome jet, and he's flying that thing on a uh, X-20S. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys flying giant-scale stuff on Free Sky down there, some of them using the tandem receivers. Uh, Uh, I don't don't think they're using tandem on all of them. Uh, Those new radios are hard to beat, man, once you get a hold of one, especially the 18, the ergonomics of that 18, and then – all the tandem receivers, so you're running 900 megahertz and 2.4 at the same time. 
uh, yeah. just that kind of redundancy. And then like, if you look at the tandem 18, you've got uh dual battery inputs, you have telemetry from all of it. Uh, I mean, the possibilities with that thing are just endless really. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of pros to running one of those on top of the cost. Uh, but, uh, we've got, uh, Mark has the black one and Bill has the blue one. And I was like, well, I'll just wait. I'm not in any hurry. So I was talking to Wayne the other day, uh, back and forth a little bit and they'll have the red special editions in before too long. So I had him put me down for one of them. Nice. Uh, hopefully they get here pretty quick. There's some other distributors that have had them and I know Wayne's still waiting on his, uh, to get in. I'm sure they're hung up in customs or some, something stupid, but, uh, as soon as they get in, I'll have have one of those. And I think the special, the only thing I know that's different from the special edition is the the color. And from what I understand, the screen may be a little bit brighter, but otherwise, it's the exact same radio. So, as far I, as I, I'm aware, I do like the way those have the uh, screen mounted at the top too. Yeah, I, I like that. Well, just running through it, it's like messing with marks. Everything you can do on touchscreen up top. Or you can use a jog wheel at the bottom and do the exact same functions. So, nice. I mean, that was cool too. It's easy to read. It's easy to navigate. It takes a minute to learn it, just like anything new, but uh, nowhere near the learning curve of OpenTX with that new ethos. And uh, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a cool deal. Um, yeah. Once I get it, I may have some stuff for sale. <laughs> we'll have to see how it goes, but. And the FR Sky guy is in silence. Has been flying it for the past seven years. Yeah, you're an Open TX guy, though. You don't count right now. I was gonna say my biggest complaint <laughs> was always the Open TX part of it, not the signal quality. <laughs> so yeah. that's okay. Although yet yet again, I have a more sophisticated palette. I although it's okay. At Superfly, what happened? What happened? Oh yeah, I don't. I I don't what actually happened? know. For the first time nobody, in seven or eight years, what happened? Knows. The same thing so, that happened yeah. to Bill. I had a plane drop out of the sky. But Just... here's my thought on that. It didn't say like <laughs> RF signal low. I don't think it was a. I, I really don't think it was a uh, connectivity issue. I I think it lost power somehow. Whether that was the ESC or the battery, I do not know. Okay. I, I have no idea, but I think it lost power because it was like there and it was gone. It didn't give yeah. me any kind of reason to make me think it was a link issue. It was more, I think it was more of a voltage issue. Like I had one strap on the battery. Maybe I flung a battery loose. Oh, uh, you know? yeah, it could be. Well, yours I will mean, tell you, it, doesn't it? Doesn't it tell you when the link's lost? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like telemetry lost. Yeah. And that okay. was it. It like just went to nothing. Um, I've never experienced that with FR Sky. So it would lead me to believe I've, I've had, you know, stuff out way, way far. All right. Way farther than you should on just normal, you know, like on 2.4 fr sky 2.4 right mm -hmm. and when you were starting to get at the edge of that it would be like rf signal low or rf signal critical it would give you call outs you know so i never experienced any of that it was just gone so yeah. i i'm not i'm not blaming a battery i'm not blaming an esc I, I i but i do attribute it to voltage the way that it happened so, so i bet I you know. did i bet you had something come unplugged i i would think so uh, it's something to do with voltage like it just lost power yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it lost link. So Bill crashed a plane with his pretty quick after he got it because he forgot to put the antenna on the. Uh, he was using the, the spectrum module. Yeah, he was using the spectrum module. 
on his uh, X18. And he still was like out by the tree at Apache Pass. Like he was still, I don't know, over a hundred yards. Yeah, that's a good ways out. Yeah. Yeah. With no antenna at all. So, right. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I mean, I have to kind of agree with him. He's like, it went a long ways for it not to have an antenna, period. So, right. I don't know. What was he flying? Um, RV60. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. he has a thing against RV8s here lately. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I guess, I'm. I might be a convert on this uh, after I play with this ethos system. Uh, I probably will continue to use my Futaba. I, I just like it a lot. But yeah, I do too. I definitely, to I definitely want to get the uh, the single stick FR Sky or Free Sky. Yeah. So, I've been thinking about uh, what I might uh, put that on for my dad. And uh, I've got that QQ extra new in the box, and That's then uh, Tommy actually. Uh, so we when we went down to Cajun Huckfest, he took an RV eight ten size, and he won another one while we were down there. <laughs> so I was thinking about hollering at him and seeing if I can't work out something on that and uh, get that RV eight ten size for Dad because I think it may be even better than the uh, QQ yeah. extra. Yeah, yeah, probably so. So, kind of looking at one of the doing one of those two. Um, at the end of the day, I'm still kind of like, uh, do I want to spend 500 bucks on this? I'm kind right. of being cheap right now, right? I'm looking at all the other things I need to buy, like parts for my nitroxy, um, a mini split, a mini split. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have been shopping for mini splits today, actually. I'm say, what did uh, Larry just put one in his shop, didn't he? Yeah, I've been looking at the yeah. same brand. It's a uh, Senville. Yeah, and he bought a eighteen thousand BTU or one and a half ton, I think is what he got. Yeah, yeah. And I've been looking at. Uh, I could actually probably get away with a nine thousand. Um, but I'm they also even make at, them that small. They do. I say the smallest one I could find. Well, in one ten, the only one I could find was a twelve thousand, which is one ton. So. Well, so I've actually been looking at, uh, so Sinville makes, uh, let me open my Amazon bag up here. Cause I'll say on your house, I would run 220 just for the efficiency piece of it. But if you could get, I don't know. Well, actually, one ton would probably be where you'd want to be. Yeah. Well, and see, here's the other side to it is, uh, all right, let me get logged in here. The efficiency, I, I need to, do some research into what these numbers mean. The SEER rating. Yeah, because if if it's uh I'm not sure if high means good or yeah. high means bad. No, um, the, higher, the higher the more efficient it is, if I remember correctly. Well, if that's the case, then the 110 is actually the most efficient. Really? Mm -hmm. So sure. I'm I on, could be wrong. I better I'm look. looking at the uh, Sinville Lido series mini split. Um They've got, uh, I've got the 12,230 volt selected. It's 840 bucks. That's not bad. Um, right. that's on Amazon prime at that too, or, uh, no, sorry. This is not prime, but it's Amazon. Yeah, um, the, the higher the SEER rating, the more efficient they are. Okay. So 
let me go back down here to where I found this chart at. So the highest SEER rating is a Sinville 9,000, 110 volt or 120 volt. Hmm. Then if you look at the, uh, you know what? They don't have that one in a 220 to even measure against. So Yeah, I would say they probably don't make them that small. Uh, you yeah. should be able to get a one ton though in a 220. So here's the cool thing. It draws 6.26 amps. Yep. Well, that, that one on my trailer doesn't pull nothing. So this thing is 720 watts, and it'll cover a 400-square-foot room. And that one, I'm thinking about one of these for my trailer. Yeah. It's yeah. 750 bucks. Holy crap. Is a heat pump? It's a heat pump. Yeah. I mean, think about that. 750 bucks for a heat pump, and... It draws six amps. I mean, you could run this thing easily off of a Predator 2200, and it oh, would yeah. be at idle. Yeah. Or it would be in eco mode. Yeah, mine cycle. Mine on my trailer now, that one ton, it cycles, and that the, my Predator 35 doesn't even, doesn't even idle up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does when so, my fridge cycles, but not when my air conditioner cycles. That's wild. So you can jump up to a... Uh, you could double that. You can go to an 18,000 BTU. It'll do a thousand square foot on 230 volts. And uh, it draws 7.5 or yeah. 1715, 1715 watts. So that's still like 50% output on my generator. And right. uh, that's, I don't know. I don't think my generator will put out 220 though. Yeah, you can't. You wouldn't be able to do that as far as that part of it goes. You'd have to have a 110. And an 18,000 BTU on a trailer, you'd be hanging meat. Yeah, that'd be way overkill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wouldn't even be cycling. I mean, even it. my one tons, like, it gets pretty chilly. You can get it pretty cold in there even when it's 105 degrees outside, so. Yeah. So, man, I'm just kind of at the point now, like, looking at these – the efficiency on them, it's just crazy how good they are. So I'm thinking about getting the – I'm not sure if I'm sold on either a nine or 12,000. So the space in my shop that I'm going to heat and cool is only 270 square feet approximately. Okay. Um, the 9,000 says it's rated up to 400 square feet, and then right. the 12,000 goes up to 700. So – if I want to get a 220 volt, I've got to go to a 12,000. Right. Um, so with that being said, I've got to make a decision on what I want to do. Because if I put a 12,000 on it, it's going to be way overkill. I don't know that you go wrong either way, though. I guess it depends on how heavy you want to insulate it and stuff. Because if you don't, I mean, if you don't blow foam and stuff in it like that, then I don't think a 12,000 would be really overkill. But that's just my opinion. I'm not blowing foam in it. I'm going to do fiberglass bats uh, on all the walls and the ceiling. I guess the it depends on how get... sealed up you get it, though. You know, it should be pretty sealed up. Well, then your nine thousand probably fine. Um. Oh wait, I'm sorry. They do offer a nine thousand in a two hundred thirty volt, seven hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. If you get something on the house, I would think that would probably be the way to go. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, if I'm going to be putting it in a shop or a house, I'm definitely going with the higher voltage stuff. 
run a little bit smaller wire if need be. Don't have to worry about the, I mean, the, the additional, the, the benefits far outweighed the, the cons, I guess. Right. Yeah. Amperage is way lower. Yeah. So that you would appreciate this too, Matt, this thing has Alexa enabled. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I could just see you in your house. Alexa, turn the air down. I already have that. I don't want to oh. talk about it. <laughs> no. Did we lose Casey? No. He's probably he's taking a nap. We're not talking uh, about his truck, so he's not, you know. We're going to have to well, no. set up an, a separate air conditioner Did, duct off I was of hoping, the trailers to go into his truck. No, I was, I was hoping that we were... He, one of these for the truck. I was hoping he was going to join me in busting your balls about having the Alexa. Now I go to Matt's house and he's like, Alexa, dim room three. <laughs> it's like, What? I can't even keep straight what room is which. I'm not. You need to go to Mark's house. If you want to see one that's bad, dude, every switch in his house, I'm pretty sure is Alexa enabled. Yeah, I got buddies like that. I'm the total opposite end of that spectrum. I got an Alexa for Christmas, and it's still wrapped in the plastic, and I, like, hit it in the attic. I I don't want any of that. I just want to get his login so I can mess with his house from here. So, dude, do you, that would uh, be great. <laughs> did you uh, store it with your tinfoil hats? Yeah, yeah. I wrapped it in aluminum foil before putting it in the box. It also went into an iron safe. Meanwhile, I'm over here. Uh, hey, uh, NSA listening device, can you turn on the lights? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's okay. Conversations. If you have, <laughs> I wonder what. It, it doesn't matter if you have TikTok, you're already fucked anyway. So yeah, yeah. they're all listening. That's funny. No man, I I close out all my apps. So uh huh, sure, yeah. sure, because yeah. that matters. Yeah, yeah exactly, because right. that yeah, matters. Because your phone <laughs> yeah, cares about that, right? Right. Yeah. In this day and age, man, everything you're saying is being recorded or listening to yeah. or something at some point. So. Yeah. When, sure when I'm Facebook, on, I'm sure I'm on a watch list. When Facebook ads start showing up with stuff I've only thought about and not actually said out loud, that gets a little creepy. Yeah. So my boss, uh, the <laughs> other day at work, uh, the guys were all kind of upset and complaining about the, uh, tracking devices in our truck, you know? And, uh, he was like, really shouldn't be worried about it because you all carry around the ultimate tracking device that's a cell phone he's like we know what you're doing anyway that's like eh. so yeah, he has a point yeah he so. has a point but yeah anyway but no i mean so these mini split deals um certainly something for the hobbyist to uh to consider for both your trailers your camper shell and uh, and even your little workshop, if you've got a, a workspace outside, you need to heat and cool it. I think these mini splits are the way to go. Yeah, no, I would completely agree. I really I appreciate mine on my trailer. I can tell you that because I don't burn any more fuel running it, uh, heat or air. I think the heater pulls even less amps in the air when it cycles because the compressor, but uh. And it's worked out really well. Um, in the summer, I can get it plenty cold in there to sleep in there without any problem. And in the winter, the heater hardly runs and keeps it plenty comfortable. So, yeah, and we gotta have uh, you know some leftover watts on our generator to run our professional popcorn machine. There you go. I saw that. <laughs> 
So man, we need like a full start two stroke freaking margarita maker, man. <laughs> so it's yeah, funny you absolutely. say this. So they are in fact listening to us because I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and I saw an Amazon ad and the first two items were a popcorn machine <laughs> and the next one was a margarita machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Not joking in the slightest. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all. So now you're going to have ads for Alexa stuff and uh mini splits. Oh, let me check and just see. Hang on. I'll do it while we're here. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. They're listening to everything. Absolutely. They are. Uh, what else did we have? I don't know, man. I'm running out. Did you talk so. about your scale, Heli? A little I bit. Had to, I had to step away there for a minute. So, uh, yeah, yeah we talked about it. That enough. new Vario. That's right. Big Blades. Yeah. Um, Cajun Huck Fest. Man, all the pictures of the food. I wish I'd gotten over there. That. That's. Uh, I got to make that next year. Hopefully, life will deal me a little better cards this time next year. Um, yeah, that was about all I had, man. I think we've gone over everything that I had. Yeah, as I get further into the the scale heli, uh, we'll probably touch on it a little bit more here and there. Yeah. Oh, do you see? Oh, Renee was adding rivets and stuff to his. Oh yeah, that one I he did. was working on. Man, he's detailing, scaling the crap out of that thing. Yeah, that looks like a whole lot of not fun. Yeah, I man, I'd love to go out there sometime and sit down and watch how he's doing all that stuff. I need to go pay him a visit. And hang out. I threatened to for the last year, and I had never been able to make it over there. I need to go, go see what he's up to. Yep. But, uh, I'm scrolling through uh, Facebook now, trying to see if what pop ups, and uh, all I can keep finding is these two groups that Larry added me to, and Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really nice. I'll say that. It's <laughs> funny. Just definitely clouds up here. Uh, no your telling. Yeah. <laughs> no telling what he's added you to. Um, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's Larry. Yeah. That's all good. Man, I'm not seeing any ads, so they're listening enough to where they're like, "No ads, don't do yeah. it right now." They're they're catching on. <laughs> yeah. Trying to like back away slowly. They'll, yeah. uh, about the time you go to bed, pull Facebook back up, you'll have them then. Oh, yeah. That's funny. But no. Oh, here's another working play, though. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, you're going to have those in your Facebook marketplace forever now. Yeah. Well, I'm in a couple of groups for uh, like buy, sell, trade groups for campers. Right. So I always see campers and toy haulers and stuff, but. Uh, I don't see a whole lot of work in plays actually. I bet you will now. Yep. That'll probably be all you pull up now. Yeah, I keep waiting for uh, whenever the market falls out on vehicles and campers. I imagine so- Casey could uh could kind of fill us in on that a little bit. Probably. Yeah. Well, a little in- insider tip. Yeah, well, it's not for everybody to know, man. You got to be careful with that information. You know? I know we're not everybody. 
Nobody great listens to this anyway. Comes great power, you know. <laughs> now the market's definitely man. The market is definitely going down on used cars. They're not uh, getting the trade value. I mean, it's still high compared to what it should be, but I mean, it's uh, it's 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 slowly going down. So uh, we'll see I would what take happens. that into account with anything. I mean. If you're looking to buy a vehicle right now, now is not the time. Wait a little bit, just a little bit. Right. You know, kind of watch what the market's doing. Unless you're in Edmond and you're looking for a Hyundai, please come on down and buy a car from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I mean, as a personal opinion, like me myself, I'm telling you my opinion how I feel about the market. I would love to have a new vehicle right now, but it's not the time. So yeah. what I'm hearing is Waiting that this is the November 9th, uh, November 29th. He's going to be singing a totally different tune. He's like, hey, don't you want to buy a car? Come on. <laughs> Midterms I are mean, over. Come on down. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, a lot of that has to do with how everything kind of works and flows. Man. So, yep. as of right now, I'd say wait. Don't do not do it tomorrow. Give it a so, week or two. Think about it. Make a good decision. Let right. me look back. I get a text from this girl from Seth Wadley. Let me look. The last one I got it was right at the end of the month. So, yeah, September 22nd, September 30th, October 25th. Just, I mean, like I haven't responded to these people since July. And I get a text from them every month so far. I'm sure I'll get one in yep. November. So absolutely will. Yeah. So here's one I got in September. What would it take from what would it take from me today in bold letters today to get you in a vehicle? And I really wanted to say it's like sell me a 2022 Lariat F-150 for forty thousand dollars. <laughs> no more responses after that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I ghost right. your ass in a heartbeat. Yep. Man, it's law of averages, brother. At some point, you know, you were interested in a vehicle enough to inquire and give them the information to be able to reach out to you, right? That's just because I'm not an asshole and told them to fuck off while I was there. I was like, <laughs> sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, of course. So that's, but, that's, that's part of the deal, too. But, man, I mean, at some point, like, yeah, you came in four months ago. If they hit you right, you're going to come in and buy any truck. Maybe. I just hear horror stories about that particular dealership. I think I'm out on them. So even though Which, that's I mean, where Clint yeah. bought his at, but I mean, a out. dealership is a dealership. They're, they're trying to sell cars. Everybody, I don't know why everybody looks at it in a negative light. It's like anything else, but you get the barter. You, you kind of have, you know, both parties have control of the situation. You know, it's like, do you it, want it bad enough to pay for it? You know what or I dislike about car salesmen the most is the fake enthusiasm about how cool this car is. <laughs> well, no, and I totally get that. But, I mean, if a guy walked out and was like, hey, man, yeah, it's a kind of a cool car. You should drive it. You yeah, but don't go so over the top. Enthusiasm. I need a refill before we go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. It's, it's just the over the top. Like, this guy, I don't even remember his name, right? But, like, I'm just checking out some features. He's like, oh, man, that's so cool. Oh yeah. Oh man, I didn't know it would do that. That's awesome. And I'm like, calm down, dude. Like, 
It's all right. Well, well, but you also have to look at the kind of consumer that you are. All right. So you're, you're the type of consumer that is going to research your purchase. You're probably walking into the dealership knowing more than the sales guy that's trying to show it to you. Right. Generally speaking. Yeah. Okay. So I've nailed the type of customer you are. All right. So maybe you got on the wrong sales guy. If it was a guy that was nerdy and knew a lot about the vehicle, you would have a better rapport. Would you say? Absolutely. That's my dis. Right. That's my problem with them is they don't know much about the vehicle. And it's this right. over the top fake enthusiasm about all the features it has. And it's like, I, I well, don't brother, know. That's, no, you're, you're right, but that's all that guy's got. You know how hard it is to hire a person that wants to sell cars? I mean, it's not like, dude, I mean, I've been in this business most of my life. I understand it. I get it. It's And, dude, it's, I mean, I'm in an honest part of the business, and I think the business as a whole is actually an honest business, but it gets a really yeah. bad light because of people that are bad and everything like that. So trying to hire the guy that was just talking to you Dude, he's just fresh in off the street. He doesn't know anything about it. He, maybe he is really enthusiastic, but damn, it is cool. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm that guy that's like, wow me. And I'm not right. I'm I'm, I'm always underwhelmed by things. Right. <laughs> so right. Well, yeah. dude, and I totally get it. But man, I mean, look at it from a business standpoint. You know, they're not there to screw you, but they're gonna get the best they can out of what they can. You know, just like in any business, yeah, you're going to capitalize on the situation at hand. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm just saying, I mean, it's no different than any other business and it gets shed in a really negative light. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just always go back to when Peter went in to buy a car and then they like dangled the tank in front of him and he's right. <laughs> and he ends up buying a fucking tank. Well, yeah. Are you telling me if you had an option and you could afford a tank, you wouldn't buy a tank? I'm just I saying. absolutely would buy a tank if I had the money. Right. Like that guy that just won that billion dollar. <laughs> there would be signs. There would be yeah. signs. Like me yeah. and Matt would be rolling around in a mm-hmm. Sherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn right. They're like, hey, I'm you're reloaded than... for a Sherman, Matt. <laughs> We're, We're about to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Dylan makes a. Uh, a bullet press for this one, but we're going to figure it out. Right. <laughs> yep. That would be awesome. But yeah, there would be signs. Yeah. That dude, what? 2.07 billion or whatever it was. And I think it'll Jeez. go home with, you know, 900 million or something. But dude, I for somebody that doesn't play the lottery, I really dream about what I would do if I won the lottery way no too much. Oh my God. And I also like, I was at Ardmore yesterday and I was thinking to myself, like, I would buy an entire container of model airplanes. Right. right. Just, just my t- own, just my own go, container. Hey, I'm going to need a, an entire container. Could you just give me one of everything? Yeah. It's like, I, Dude, I just need my own. I am, I am flying over and loading my own container on my month long saga of what do I want today? Possibly. Yeah. Put it on my own yacht, yeah. bring it back myself. So have you right. ever heard the statistics that like most people that win the lottery are broke within seven years? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I would totally live up to the statistic. Oh, it Absolutely. wouldn't take me that long. <laughs> yeah. They said within seven, but yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, man, everybody was talking about that at work and they're like, Casey, what would you do? And I'm like, Well, you guys would never know I won. And I'm like, What do you mean? I'm like, you'd never know. I after 
you know, I got paid and I secured my island and uh, got everything kind of set up there. I would just disappear and you would never know. You should fake your own death. Right. Dude, at that point, why not? (laughs) Do something like really flamboyant, you know, like, uh, like come into work and just do something fucking off the wall. And, oh, uh, you, you know, like to fire t- me. tell I'm your not, like supervisor, not... you know, like tell, you know, like that way you don't get in any kind of criminal trouble, but just do something off the wall and like hop in a car and like drive it through the showroom door, you know, <laughs> yeah, just something like, like just grab the most expensive car on the lot and park it sideways on the fucking showroom floor. <laughs> just drive right through the glass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, why wouldn't you just do something way drive- over the top? Right. And then walk in there and freaking throw a freaking armored suitcase with a handcuff on it around the fucking owner's arm and be like, I quit. <laughs> and it's just full of money. He's going to open it up. He's not going to care. He's like, dude, I hope that guy does it again. I don't give yeah. shit. Or he's going to think that it was a bomb thread and you just strapped a suitcase bomb. To <laughs> yeah, him. that would be. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would be a domestic terrorist. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a negative turn of events. That was not the intention, uh, sir. And yeah. this is where we all get added to a watch list. Because <laughs> you're a listening it. device we were talking about right. earlier. I also Here. just won the lottery. I can afford a good lottery at this point. I'm right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get the lawyer that it does the Chewbacca defense, and then it. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh man, what was that, Jackie Cochran, on the, on the <laughs> South Park? He's like, "This is Chewbacca. Chewbacca's a Wookie." <laughs> and, he goes, yeah. and he ends up getting him off, and it's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, funny. getting him off? That, that was weird. No, they were that? they were like, I "This is the, the right guy turn. that this is the guy that got OJ out of trouble." So. Oh. Out of oh, trouble. See, that makes more got sense. Him got him off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Leave it to you, Bill. Dude, don't call Ooh. me Bill. ever. Ever. Ooh. Well, you just took it there. So that was low. <laughs> Poor Bill. He's not gonna listen Poor to this Bill. anyway. I think yeah, he will. Hanging up. Nah, he's months behind. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he got several better, months. Dude. It's gonna be like slamming in like a truth bomb, dude. We've mentioned him several times tonight it's gonna be pretty good maybe yeah. six months from now he'll actually catch up maybe listen to a show or he'll send us a message and then we'll have no idea what he's talking about right yeah, yeah. oh you guys actually answer those that's cute well we're kind of in a group chat with him it happens on a daily basis uh, uh, Matt's correcting his grammar and spelling on a daily basis yeah because that's all i'm looking for i'm not actually reading any of it <laughs> totally missed that oh he spelled that wrong Got yeah that. clay usually beats me to it here lately don huckle uh, called started... me out on being slow about it too the other day i was like damn it yep you started the thing matt and he's i like, appreciate it don huckle goes it took you three hours you slacking <laughs> so hey i'm not gonna lie if i'm sending something to you or the group i definitely <laughs> proofread it a couple of times before i send it <laughs> see it's working uh now let's work on want and won't it's I don't know. amazing. We can get through your and your and How, there, there, and yeah. there, dude. Yeah. But then and then and want and won't, like holy cow. Yeah. Like, is it that difficult? I, I don't know. Apparently, it is for the phone's autocorrect anyway for everybody. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. All right. I think we've been at it for two hours. I'm sure our listeners are like, 
bleeding from the ears at this point. So yeah, if you have made it this far, we commend you for your efforts. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we apologize thank- for the waste of two yeah. years of your life. <laughs> yep. So uh last episode, I listened to our last one today actually. And uh, we mentioned that uh, we haven't listed our sponsors in a while, so I think we probably should do that. Well, I got a whole list of them right here. Where do you want to start? Dude, I'll start it off. Legend Hobby, Tomas Whelan. What a guy. Yeah. Legend Hobby. Yeah. And then, uh, man, I've been actually on the Red Wing RC website here recently, and he has a lot more stuff than uh, than a even I A lot of stuff. Dude, he yeah. has a lot of stuff on there, not just Red Wing airplanes. So if you're looking for uh, extensions and connectors, like MPX connectors, he's got some of those. He's got a lot of different variety of servos. So definitely check uh-huh. him out. Yeah, he had those uh, ones with the mount ring, right? He, yeah, without the wires yeah. on them. So yeah. if you wanted to solder your own. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, who else we got on here? Oh, Bossy USA, Mean Joe. Joe Vermillion. I was looking at some of his stuff the other day, man. I was catching up some of his posts uh, here just the other day. I was going through some stuff. Yeah, I saw one the other day. It was like him younger, and he looks exactly the same. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, Casey? Who else we got what? here? Oh, it's your turn. Well, you look at the list. Oh, you're not looking at the screen, are you? Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm getting there. Buddy RC. There you go. Yeah. Those guys have been cool to us. Use our, got... uh, use our link. Yeah. Well, I have an affiliate link that's uh, put into the show notes for that one. And uh, else we got? We got ZDZ and A Power. Those are both Jason Duran, correct? Yeah, uh, that's that. it. Jason and Duran. A Power. Both... I need to order some new, some more batteries from him. I've got a couple of his 6S 3300s that I use in my 60-inch electric stuff, and, man, they're just, I don't know. That's I'm sure those go-to. will be a part of Clay's testing as well. Well, they should yep. be, yeah, for sure. And I, and I have a yep. slight suspicion they're going to be lighter. I just feel like they are. I don't know. I've never done it, but I feel good about it. Uh, uh, I, would agree. I would agree with the within the brand where yeah. I'm mm-hmm. wanting to see us crossing brands. Uh, well, right. looking at my CNHLs, they're lighter. Yep. And considerably better numbers and power output from what I've seen. Their IR numbers are better too. But anyway. Yep. Compared compared to what though? The CNHLs I have, the Hyperions I have, any any of the Hobby King Turnage stuff that I've got. Obviously, that's right. kind of a cheaper, lower end, but they work for what they are. Um I've had really good luck with some Hobby King turns and stuff. I still have batteries when I got well, into the RC Hobby that now, still work. I do have some of their batteries that have lasted forever. Same with the CNHLs. I've taken a pretty good abuse, but uh, and and they've held up. I haven't had a whole lot of issue with them. I've lost probably three batteries in the last two or three years where a cell has gone dead, probably due to something I've done more than anything else. But right. when it comes to them being matched like the IR resistance and uh, them balancing out the A-Powers have proven to be a little bit, just a little step up from everything yep. that I've used before. So I agree. I agree with that. But anyway. Um, Fortitude RC. And uh, he hasn't really put this out there, but uh, Jason is working on uh, something and 
I got to play around with it out at uh, Superfly, uh, not Superfly, but uh, Cajun Hook Fest, and it's really, really cool. So when it's time and that's uh, public, uh, be on the lookout for something really cool coming from Fortitude. Is he still working on hooker stuff? Yeah, I don't know where that's at. I haven't, um, haven't heard an update on that one in a while. Me neither. The plane is at my house, actually. I got to get it back to Clint. So the oh. CAD work is all done. Cool. Okay. Well, that's, uh, or at least that's positive. At least the part he needed the airplane for. I don't know that that's a hundred percent done. Well, maybe we need to get Don Huckle on here to talk about that. And yeah. whatever other project he's got going on when he's ready to do that one. Yeah, he's a. Uh, that dude's been swamped with a bunch of different stuff here lately. Yeah. But uh, the one that we got to play with at Cajun Hook Fest is going to be pretty epic. So. Cool. All right. Good deal. Who else we got? Casey? Oh, Kurt Sider at Holy Smokes. Oh, Chips himself, man. Oh, Chips, dude. I love that guy. He calls me. I know. He's awesome. (laughs) I don't know. I'll talk to him at least once a month. Sometimes I'll hit him up. Sometimes he'll hit me up, dude. All the time. Good, good, dude. Good, dude. Did you guys ever watch uh, Moonshiners? Uh, You remember the the main guy? His name was... Tickle? No. Tickle. Sorry. Oh, Tickle? (laughs) He's not really the main guy of that show, but uh, a lot of those guys reference him. And and the very first like documentary about moonshining that I remember had this guy called Pop- Popcorn Sutton. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got popcorn cider. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, he found the chips in my trailer at uh, at uh, Superfly. Oh Dude, yeah, sniffs them out. I had to go by Sam's and pick him up some stuff. And- Made sure I set him out. <laughs> he was real happy. <laughs> Dude, the best part is uh, ha- watching Don Hockle tell random people the story of uh, you baiting him with the uh, the box of chips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Oh, it was, it's funny. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hey, man. I commend it, man. The guy knows what he wants, you know? Yeah. And, and, he, and he wants chips. <laughs> He owns it. It's all good. He's good with all snacks. He's yeah. not yeah. He, he's not exclusive to chips. No. There he shows no bias when it comes to snacking. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh smoking Oki. Um be honest, Eric I hadn't seen much out of him in a while. Oh, but Eric. uh I yeah. think work's keeping him busy. Between work and so. some life stuff, I think he's been staying pretty busy. I know he was turning out a whole uh uh stack of uh nozzles here not too long ago and was shipping them out but uh as far as anything else i'm not I real think, sure where i think at. he's also man i said man i can't remember if he texted me or i just saw it or something like that but he's trying to do some videos again on uh, youtube big sky hobby corner i believe okay cool good to know i checked them out yep. so we got rmj machine works though bjorn and the replacement rings uh, I know Bill was installing a few in his, um, you know, check him out. If you're looking out for uh replacement rings for your motor, uh, he's the only way to go as far as that stuff goes. So oh, yeah. uh, everybody that's ever used him will guaranteed vouch for him. Yeah, yep. definitely. So that DLE 60, I got on that cub. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Clint rebuild that motor and we put some RMJs in it and that thing has a really nice compression. We haven't ran the motor yet, but it's it feels a lot better than it did yeah. before. 
I bet it is. I think it's going to be a considerably better running motor now that uh, got those rings in it. Be a stump puller now, sure. So that's a good thing. Yep. And uh, last but not least, we got old Jason Reddish, our buddy from Arkansas. And uh, like Matt, if you're interested in a Flex Ultimate, send him a message and uh, get in touch with him. Or if you're at an event, he's always got a lot of airplanes in stock. So oh, yeah, he's always toting around a trailer full. Uh, yep. Good dude. He's helping spend money I don't have, but you know, that's yep. how it goes. local crack dealer for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. He's always there. Uh, like, oh, I guess I need one of those. Yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and get it. That new color Cessna came out, and he tags me in the post. I'm like, damn it, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got an orange one in a box, and then that comes out. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I see. I didn't get the 411 on that. Hey, I got a so set of floats okay. that'll probably fit on that. Uh, you do. <laughs> They're red, though. You do. You do for sure. That's okay. Let me pull yeah. the stickers off. It'll yeah. match. Just yeah, right. fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I think the red's painted on there. Still got the lights. Well, on. well, we can repaint it. My wife's got fingernail polish remover. Yeah. I know how to get rid of that. It'd be all right. That. Uh, I don't know what acetone will do to that foam. That might eat that it foam. Won't. Nah. No? Be, I don't know. Don't Your results may vary. <laughs> yeah. <so laughs> you grab a can of, can of orange spray paint and call it a day. Yeah. yeah. So, But anyway, yeah, I think that goes through our list of uh, That's our sponsors. sponsors. Yep. And yep. I don't have any other events coming up since uh, Huckfest is done. You know, I don't know yep. what's coming up next. So everybody's got Superfly some... 2023, man. Yeah, yep. that'll be. No, the uh, the next event actually it uh, in Odessa, the indoor out at the Commemorative Air Force Museum. Ah, that's right. And they're having a raffle. The top prize in their raffle is a ride in one of the Warbirds. I think oh, maybe an AT six. That'd be that's pretty epic. That'd be a good time. Yeah, I can't remember what Warbird it is, but yeah, that's the. That's going to be awesome. I saw a couple that are out in West Texas uh, this weekend coming up, November 12th. There's one. And then you have that uh, indoor fly with the Warbird Museum. And uh, I think there's a couple of them out that direction, but I haven't gotten them listed out here. So I apologize for that. But I got a few, a few coming up um, out that way. So, and then I know everybody's got uh, January 1st stuff coming in we always do an iron man thing here uh of course from the way it looks it might be 90 degrees on january 1st so we'll see how that goes but uh yep some days it's either it's either snowing or it's 90 degrees i don't know either way you got to get a flight in on the first day of the year exactly so but anyway that's about all i got yeah i'm trying to uh trying to find the post about that event um just Which keep one? a lookout. Um uh, the indoor at uh Odessa. Um, let me look under PB Mac maybe. That's yeah, that's what was. I was fixing to look at. See if I can pull it up here real quick. If my computer will work for me. It's not PB Mac, it's P Mac, I think. Oh, Rock Pile Fun Fly. Is that the other one you were talking about? Yeah, I think it's this weekend. The it is. 12th. Uh, 
14th is what this uh, uh there's one this oh wait no here. sorry um uh, says since the rock pile fun flies this weekend their club meetings on the 19th so okay. rock pile ranch fun flies the 11th and 13th you're right um mm, right here i got it hanger hold hold down it just says a uh, commemorative air force ride along doesn't say what airplane to send yeah that damn hanger hold down man you be there or don't <laughs> so yep, there it is yep Putting a caf right along yeah pilot launch on saturday that'll be a good time i know there's a handful of guys that are going out for that and this rock pile fun fly is probably gonna be good too um because it's out there in fort davis uh area that'll be i wish that wasn't so dadgum far away uh that would be that would be a good trip I like that area, but uh, never been there. But anyway, eh, West Texas, you go through a whole lot of nothing, and then all of a sudden you got mountains. But uh, but anyway, um, cool. Those are the only ones that I know about that are coming. Uh, other than, like I said, some local stuff for Iron Man. I think we've got a Friendsgiving thing coming, and I'm sure there's a few areas I've heard that are doing that. So. Just little get-togethers, local stuff. So, anyway, you guys get out and fly. Yep. But, uh, anyway, that's all I got, man. Y'all got anything else? I think we've done it. All right, man. Casey, got anything? You good? No. Yeah, I'm good. We skipped Casey's glider a minute. I kind of feel, you know, but I haven't done anything. So, it'll be okay. glider a minute. Yeah, we talked about how you hadn't worked on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We covered it. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. And uh, we will, uh, like I said, try and get back on track with the, the content, getting stuff out a little bit more regularly. I know, we, like we said, we had about six weeks off or something there. And uh, we'll get stuff back out there. But uh, anyway, you guys have a good evening, and we will talk at you later. See ya. Club games. Do you love me? Are you playing your love games with me? I just want to know what to do because I need your love a lot. Oh, come on now. Do you love me? Are you playing your love games with me? I just want to know what to do because I need your love a lot. Oh, come on now. Moving too fast, this isn't a race. Mm-hmm. Back off, I'm going to face now. Slow it down, my game is in space. Mm-hmm. Moving too fast, this isn't a race. Do you love me?